0: Hello, good and Welcome to my first podcast. Hopefully, can increase our knowledge. Have fun and enjoy listening. How fermented foods may alter your microbiome and improve your health. Fermented food like yogurt, kimchi, sauerkraut, and kombucha have long been dietary staples in many parts of the world. Indeed, for thousands of years, different cultures relied on fermentation to produce bread and cheese, preserved meat and vegetables, and enhance the flavors and texture of many foods. Now, scientists are discovering that fermented foods might have an effects effect on our gut. Eating this food may alter the makeup of the trillions of bacteria, viruses, and fungi that inhabit our intestinal tracts collectively known as the gut microbiome. They may also lead to lower levels of body-wide inflammation, with scientists increasingly linked to a range of diseases tied to aging. The latest findings come from a study published in the journal Cell that was carried out by researchers at Stanford University. They want to see what impact fermented food may have on the gut and immune system and how it may compare to eating a relatively healthy diet full of fruit, vegetables, beans, whole grains, and other fiber-rich foods. For the study, the researchers recruited 36 healthy adults and randomly split them into groups. One group was assigned to increase their consumption of fiber-rich plant foods Well, a second group was instructed to eat plenty of fermented foods including yogurt, sauerkraut, kefir, kombucha and kimchi. These foods are made by combining milk, vegetable and other raw ingredients with microorganisms like yeast and bacteria. As a result, fermented foods are often teeming with live microorganisms as well as byproducts of the fermentation process that include various vitamins and lactic and critic such. The participants followed the diet for 10 weeks while the researchers tracked markers of inflammation in their blood and looked for changes in their gut microbiomes. By the end of the study, the red group had tripled their fiber intakes from about 22 grams per day to 45 grams daily, which is roughly triple the average American intake. The second group went from consuming almost no fermented foods to eating about six servings a day. Although six servings might sound like a lot, it does not take much to get there. One cup of yogurt for breakfast, 16-ounce bottle of kombucha tea at lunch, and a cup of kimchi at dinner amounts to six daily servings. After the 10-week period, Neither group had significant change in measures of overall immune health, but the fermented food group showed marked reduction in 19 inflammatory compounds. Among the compounds that showed this was interleukin-6, an inflammatory protein that tends to be elevated in diseases such as type 2, diabetes, and rheumatoid arthritis. The high-fiber group, in contrast, did not show an overall decrease in the same inflammatory components. For people in the fermented foods group, the reduction in inflammatory markers coincides with things in their guts. They began to harbor a wider and more diverse array of microbes, which is similar to what other recent studies of people who eat a variety of fermented foods have shown. The new research found that the more ferment foods people ate, the greater the number of microbial species that bloomed in their guts. Yet, surprisingly, five percent of the new microbes that were detected in their guts appeared to come directly from the ferment food that they are. The vast majority came from somewhere else and we don't know where," said Justin Sonneberg, an author of the new study and a professor of microbiology and immunology at Stanford. I think there were either low-level microbes below the level of detection that bloomed." Or the vermin food did something that allowed for the rapid recruitment of other microbes into the gut environment. High good level of gut microbiome diversity are generally thought to be a good thing. Studies have linked it to lower rates of obesity, type 2 diabetes, metabolic disease, and other ills. People who live in industrialized nations tend to have less microbial diversity in their guts than those living in a more traditional, non industrialist societies. Some scientists speculate that modern lifestyle factors like diet high in processed foods, chronic stress, and physical inactivity might suppress the growth of potentially beneficial good microbes. Other argue that the collaboration between diverse microbiums and good health is overblown, and that the low level of microbium diversity typically seen in people living in developed nations might be suitably adapted to a modern world. One subject on which there is usually little disagreement among nutrition experts is the benefit of a high fiber diet. In large studies, people who consume more fruit, vegetables, nuts, and other fiber-rich foods tend to have lower rates of mortality and less chronic disease. Fiber is considered good for good health. Microbes in the good feed on fiber and use it to purchase beneficially by like short-chain fatty acids, which can reduce inflammation. Some studies also suggest that eating a lot of fiber promotes a diverse microbiome. time, for researchers expected that consuming a high-fiber diet will have a big impact on the makeup of the microbiome, Instead, the high fiber group tended to show few change in their microbial diversity. But when the scientists looked closer, they discovered something striking: people who start out with higher level of microbial diversity had reduction in inflammation on the high fiber diet, while those who had the least microbial diversity had slight increases in inflammation when they ate more fiber. The researchers said they suspect that the people with low microbial diversity might have lacked the right microbes to decrease on the fiber they consume. One finding that supports this the high-fiber group had unexpectedly large amount of carbohydrate in their stool that had not been degraded by their gut microbes. One possibility is that their guts needed more time to adapt to the high-fiber diet. But ultimately, this finding could explain why some people experience bloating and other uncomfortable gastro. Intestinal is used when they eat a lot of fiber, said Christopher Gartner, another author of the study. Maybe the challenge that some people have with fiber is that their microbiums aren't prepared for it, said Dr. Gartner, the director of nutrition studies at the Stanford Prevention Research Center one question that the researchers hope to answer in the future is what will happen if people simultaneously eat more fermented food as well as more fiber would that increase the variety of microbes in their cuts and improve their ability to digest more fiber would that to have a synergistic effect on inflammation suzanne devkota the director of Microbiome research at Chetar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles, who was not involved in the new study, said it has long been assumed that eating fermented food had health benefits, but that the new research provides some adverse hard evidence that it can influence the gut and inflammation. We were always a little reluctant to make comments about fermented foods being beneficial particularly from an inflammatory standpoint because there was really no data behind that, she said. If you get bacteria change over the years, you might life longer and healthier. Dr. Devkota continued that the warning should not deter anyone from eating vapor-rich food because fiber has so many health benefits beyond its impact on the gut. She consumed a lot of fiber and fermented food herself and often recommend the patient at Cedar Sinai, who have conditions like inflammatory bowel disease, do the same. This doesn't change what I have been recommending, she added. But I'd probably be switch a little more toward encouraging people to consume fermented food because now I have data to point to the suggests there's some anti inflammatory properties. Dr. Devkota said more research was needed to better understand the links between fermented food and overall health, but she suggests that one reason fermented foods might be beneficial is because the microorganisms they contain are constantly producing many nutrients during the fermentation process. A jar of sauerkraut is a living food with stuff that is actively being produced, like vitamin, C. Say. When you eat overmitted food, you are consuming all of those microbially produced chemicals that are good for you. Okay everyone, thank you for listening my podcast. See you in my next podcast. Thank you, see you.